0: My family did. I am not the voices in my head. I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside. I am light. I am light.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Being Inspired Radio. I am your host, Amanda Johnson, and today we are on episode 11, one of my favorite numbers. And I believe that this episode is blessed and being spiritually guided. It is a topic that I am really excited to delve into and to see where I am led and what comes through me. Um, because I think this is a topic that is relevant uh, to all of us, and which may also be met with some resistance, which I completely understand. The topic that I want to explore today has to do with having the answers within, knowing the answers within and being guided by that which is within us. And what exactly is that? And what prevents us from hearing it or accessing it? Many of us think that knowing the answer or knowing what's best for each of us is can feel fairly innocuous. You know, knowing the best thing to eat for my body or knowing the amount of sleep I need. Or a lot of us, when we talk about, um, you know, listening to our bodies and what's best, we we point to what type of exercise we enjoy doing or um, whether or not certain activities light us up or what type of work we are to be doing in the world. And while I believe these are all absolutely essential uh, questions and things to pay attention to, I believe and I feel very moved to talk today about how that to me is just the surface. That's just the beginning and there is so much more that is within us that is uh, accessible to us Should should we choose to access it and should we choose to clear away what it is that is blocking us hearing it. I start each of these shows sitting in meditation, begin um, before each show. And um, that's for me a time to get quiet, a time to allow this inner wisdom, this inner guidance, this divinity, God, to speak to me, to move through me. And I, intend intend and my intention is to then bring that into these shows by staying as open to what is meant to come through me uh, to do just that and right after my meditation today and as I um, sat waiting for the show to start I was looking at a candle that I had lit previously and I'm watching the flame and I'm I see it dancing and breathing and moving it is very alive and the thought that struck me which was not my thought um, but that of the inner divinity is the same thing that makes fire fire that gives it life that has it dance move shine heat um have various colors is the same thing that is it within each of us we each are connected and each of us have this divinity within us now this to me is where some resistance might be felt and that is understandable you see i spent years Raised religiously, Christian, um, in and out of churches, and even in my um, in my twenties, I renounced faith altogether. I explored atheism. The thing is, I've I've always been a questioner, and I'm learning a little more about myself. According to the Enneagram, I fallen I identify with one of the types that happens to be an instinctive led type. I I am led by my instinctive center, which often means that I don't like to be told how to do things or what to do, because I believe I have the answer within me. Now, I think for many, many years, this came from a place of ego. This came from a place of thinking, I just know the answer and I know it all. But I believe it actually served me on my journey. It Had me asking a lot of questions. I I have often taken things at face value, and so through my questioning, what I found was that I was I was seeking truth, and I was seeking the truth that felt congruent with who I am, and by who I am I mean the divinity within me, that for many years I did not know existed. I spent many years questioning and and rejecting ideas because they felt incongruent or hypocritical. And what I'm learning um, on this side of things, and as I've started to recognize that the all of this has been pointing me towards the truth within me, is that many times I looked outside of myself for the answers. I looked to others. I looked to teachings. I looked to books. The whole time I was thinking I was trying to fix myself. I was trying to find that one answer that would, that would make me whole. That thing out there that I could learn and that I could then um, bring back to me to say, aha, here it is. This is the missing piece that I've been looking for. And I believe many of us do that. I believe many of us, that is our journey. That is part of walking this path is we look outside of ourselves to make ourselves whole or to feel complete, to find the answer. And now what I see is that I was seeking teachings. I was seeking outside of myself because I had done a brilliant job of covering up of Of numbing or, or dampening um, the voice, the inner wisdom, the divinity, the God within me, as we all do. And it was through looking to some of these teachings, these spiritual teachers specifically, but so many other teachers who have walked this earth and who still today walk this earth, it took me hearing these various teachings. And starting to see that there was some continuity, there was some string of truth that was in all of them. And for me, that is a clue. That is a clue that there is some universal divine truth and we all have access to it. We each have an an ability to learn those lessons on our own. The reason I say this is I'm I'm reading a book right now. It's a beautiful novel called Siddhartha by Hermann Hesse, uh, a German. He wrote this in the 1920s. And it is a story of a young man through the course of his life who um, is on a spiritual journey at the same time that uh, the Buddha is out speaking and sharing his messages. And, and this book is in my opinion, a beautifully written novel um, and full of wisdom and spiritual truths. Now, I was not raised Buddhist, um, and I have only dabbled in uh, just a, an iceberg, or excuse me, the ice tip of, of Buddhism. And, and yet, as I listen and read this book, um, there are so many truths that I have personally experienced in my own life. Now, what that says to me, and and there are probably many of you who say, yeah, you know, I, I read something and I go, oh, sure, I get that. Or you listen to something and go, wow, I totally understand that. I've experienced that for myself. For me, what that points to is how we are all tapping into that same divine universal truth. Now, for some of us, those spiritual teachers, for example, who have, who have walked this earth and who still to this day do, may be more open to hearing that voice within, that divinity, that God. They may be more willing. They may have done the work that ha- is required to clear away the junk, the, the things blocking us from hearing it so that they are open to it. And then they share this message. In this book, Siddhartha, I love that they, the author um, talks about two types of people. There are those who are like leaves, who are leaves that are just floating around, being blown by the wind. Um, and then there are stars. And he uses this to just um, acknowledge those who, like leaves, are um, they follow the teachings of whoever and wherever they go. they are looking outside of themselves to to learn to grow. they're being blown around by the wind, tossed and turned, and they'll go where they are being led, but they never are following their own inner guidance or wisdom, and then the stars are those who are, are open to that light within and shine it brightly. They are shining forth on their path, this bright light that allows them to walk confidently and assuredly along. And not only are they shining that light for themselves, they are shining that light for others. Now, what I am unclear about is whether or not these are two types of people that are predetermined and unchanging or that we get to choose I'd like to believe it's the latter, that we get to choose. Are we a leaf or are we a star? Do we get blown around by this piece of advice or that opinion or this teaching or that? Or do we know within our truth, which is not just our truth, but the divine truth? Now, I believe for those of us who have experienced been raised religiously who still are um, identified with a religion this idea that their god lives within could be very unnerving i know for myself as i started to explore this idea or i would read books by authors spiritual teachers who would admit or proclaim that i am god i had a very negative reaction at first and so i get that because, but, but now the way I see it is, for me, there, to see God out there, to see God as something separate from me, is actually not nearly as magnificent or miraculous as it is knowing that, the, that God, the divine, lives within me and within all things. That we are all connected with it, through it. And how magnificent, how awesome, how miraculous that the divine has chosen to use our human forms to bring its will into existence, into being. It is not separate from us. It is not out there somewhere and only a few select are chosen to share and shine and spread and live the message, the divine will. But each of us have that ability, have that within us. Some of us choose to see it, to hear it, to listen for it. Some of us are more willing than others. Some of us are doing or have done the work that we are required to do to hear it. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about right now is we all have this within us, whether or not we know it. We all have the ability to hear this voice within, to make the changes we want to make in this world, to do the good work we want to do that the divine, that God would have us do. None of us are more special or pre-selected than another. But the problem is that, as I mentioned earlier, we have all done an amazing job at, at drowning out this voice. We drown it out through seeking answers outside of ourselves constantly. And I have been very guilty of that. Constantly looking to other people to give me the answer. Now, a note about that is there is such benefit in looking to the teachings of others. Because especially when we are new on this path, or as we are continuing to walk the path, those other teachings, what they are doing is they are pointing us back to the truth within And so if we can see those teachings as a reflection of what is within us and not something separate from us, they can serve us greatly. And many teachings we we hear before we have accessed or been able to reveal the divine within. And so the teachings are actually helping us through that process. They are getting us closer and closer and closer to Revealing that which is within. At some point, those teachings can then serve as, a, um, as something to cover up the voice within. And that is my caution. And that is something that I myself have been working with. Where do I still seek outside answers? Where do I still seek outside teachers to tell me this is the way? Versus seeking the teachings as a reflection of the truth and the divine that is within me, that is within all of us. Another way we can drown out this inner voice, this inner divinity, is through our addictions, whether that be to food, to alcohol, to drugs, anything, to TV, those, those ways of numbing ourselves, that is drowning out, that is covering up that inner light, that inner divinity that is asking to be heard. Another way we might have that covered up is through our childhood wounds, to those parts of ourselves that um, we haven't fully healed. That can be blocking that inner guidance, that inner wisdom, because oftentimes through that, we are attached to something. We are either attached to an identity. um, We are attached to a belief that we aren't worthy, that we aren't loved. And it is through healing those that we start to break them away and clear them out so that we can hear that inner voice more loudly, more clearly, and more consistently. We're really good at covering it up and it is by revealing it that we can then let it guide us in our daily lives. And again, it may start by guiding us with what foods we choose to eat or what work we choose to do, but ultimately it guides us in everything that we do, knowing that the answers are always within in this book, Siddhartha, the main character, he's um, what they call a Samana, who he's a, an ascetic of sorts who lives in the forest and you know, gives up possessions, etc. Um, but he, he is on the spiritual path and he's exploring now what it is to, to live in the city. And he talks about the three things that he has, that he is able to do or able to give. And they are to think, to wait, and to fast. And he says that these are, the, in his opinion, the three things that are, are really most valuable. And as I was thinking or meditating on what these mean, of course, to think um, is a great skill. We can overdo it. We can abuse it. We can use thinking as another way of covering up or attaching Um, But thinking can also be a great gift to hearing and accessing the divine that is within. To be aware of ourselves, to get to know ourselves, to start to clear away some of these uh, things that are blocking us from hearing that voice. It does require some amount of thinking, waiting, waiting. That um, could be represented by meditation, patience, by noticing, knowing that things take time. It doesn't happen overnight. And so the ability to hone our skill of waiting can do wonders when it comes to hearing that voice within, to being able to tap into knowing the answers and, and finding them within rather than seeking them externally the ability to wait to be patient and thirdly the fasting i was thinking more on this and and realizing in my own life how i have i have never practiced fasting um, whether religiously or even for my own health benefits or um, it's something i have yet to do um But as I was thinking about what fasting means to me, it it may or may not mean mm, fasting from food and and drink. Perhaps, though, it could mean to deny oneself. And, And when I also think about that, it does not mean to deny oneself always. When this man in the book speaks of fasting, he is not constantly fasting. He will eat. However, he has developed the skill to fast in times of need or in times of choice. So if there is a moment presenting itself where he is without food, he can be without food. Or if there is a moment where he chooses to be without food, he can do that as well. So for me, fasting may be fasting from food food and drink, but it might also be denying ourselves some pleasure in this moment, some instant gratification. And that does not mean that I must, or we must always fast or deny ourselves. That is dualistic thinking. That is black and white, always, never, right and wrong, but rather to hone the skill, which means we must practice it. Practice self-denial practice fasting in spurts to see that it is doable so that when a time comes and one either needs to deny or chooses to deny for some greater cause or reason it's possible and again to me this helps us to clear away anything that might be blocking us from hearing the voice within If I am unable or again, um, if I choose to be unable or if I choose not to fast or to deny myself, I I am holding myself hostage in a way to something. And by doing so, I am denying myself access to that inner voice, to that inner wisdom because I am attached so strongly to something else. So, for me, as I fast, as I deny myself in moments throughout my life, it is an opportunity to get closer to that inner wisdom. And it is something that I am still practicing. I by no means have that down, but it is something that I see as important. And I see it now in a new way than I have in the past. And even in the past few days, it, the perception of fasting and what this might mean to deny oneself has evolved, which I think is really beautiful. So that's, that's the meat of it for me. This idea that so often we go through life and we believe that there is something out there that we are needing to attain that we need to figure out, that we need to find the answer to, that they have the answer, and it is separate from me. And if I am lucky, I might get a taste of it by listening or reading more. But what I want to impress upon everyone and what I believe is, for me, truth, and that is through my own experience of it, is that we all have access to these truths, to these teachings. We can have them ourselves. And it is from this inner wisdom, this God within, that we can be led and guided and we can do the will of God in our lives. And the external teachings are pointing us to that. They are mirrors, they are reflections of the truth that already lives within us. No one is an exception. It is our choice to do the work, to clear away the blocks that have kept us from hearing that wisdom to this day. And many of us have already tasted that. We know what that's like. We've experienced it in moments, in glimpses. Some of us live majority of our lives from that place and it's amazing and some of us are still stuck in this belief that it is something that is not of mine to have that it is for others to experience but not me or that it is something external to me that i need to somehow um, ask for or seek out rather than looking within and seeking within And so that's my invitation that by getting quiet, by learning to wait, by using our awareness to observe ourselves and getting to know ourselves better. And by by denying ourselves of things from time to time, honing that skill, we are able to get that voice, the divinity within us to shine more brightly to speak more loudly in all that we do. I feel that I am also here to send a message to each of us today. One of the cards that I drew before the show started from my deck of guidance oracle cards by Doreen Virtue, the goddess Aracura, she represents blossoming, And her message to us today, which I believe is quite fitting to the topic, is that you are just getting started. So have patience with yourself and the process and do not give up. The voice is within you. The divine is within you. It always has been and it always will be. It takes time to hear it for some of us longer than others. It's a process and you can trust the process and you can trust that the divine is leading you the entire way. So remember that. As I was listening to the opening song, which will also close us out here in a moment by India Ari, I am just, we are, we are light. And this light is the divine, the I am, God, God is I am, I am is God. And so as we hear I am light, how does that speak to you today? in all all days thank you so much for dropping in and being inspired and allowing yourself to hear what is true for you what speaks to you what is congruent with you and it's okay to leave the rest it's okay to explore with curiosity and compassion and patience. I wish you all many, many blessings, and I invite you all to spread your love and light and inspiration to those you meet today.